Welcome back, listener, to... What have we titled ourselves? Trippin' on Roads with Chris and Matt. Alphabetically. Alphabetically. So we're not showing yeah. We're not showing any preference. Chris yeah. starts with a C, M starts with a Matt. Alright, Chris. That's not true. <laughs> I'm sad. Matt starts with an M. I'm, I've been having difficulty this morning. Um, so all right. what's going on? What are we doing? We're in West Virginia, Chris. Take us home. Country roads take me home to the place I belong. And right after that is when royalties would kick in. So. West Virginia. Mountain mama. Country roads. Anyway, uh, yeah, so we are on day two of our, uh, our hiking trip. West Virginia road trip. Yesterday we hiked uh, Seneca Rocks, which was pretty pretty exciting, uh, short but uh, very fulfilling a hike. Uh, part of the Monongahela uh, National Forest. I mean, we're also still going to be in the Monongahela National today Forest. Today we're going to a different part of the Monongahela National Forest, uh, Spruce Knob, uh, the highest point in West Virginia. I think just over 4,800 feet, which is pretty pretty high uh definitely higher than say the massachusetts or vermont or connecticut or pennsylvania or maryland high point not as high as new hampshire or maine or new york good title for a stoner talk show would be high points high points high points with chris and matt I, we are we are no no illicit substances have been consumed thus far on this trip well it's all legal now but uh, in west virginia Oh, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. Um, so, Rocky Mountain High, John Denver, Country Roads, Take Me Home. Is Rocky Mountain High about getting high, or is it just about being, like, at a high altitude in the Rockies? I think it's about getting high on life. High on life. I mean, yeah. John Denver was high on life, because he had got some turkey up ahead. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Oh, no. Those uh, are peacocks! Peacocks, ladies and gentlemen! Peacocks. You never know what you're going to find early in the morning. What species is a peacock? It's a bird. It's a peafowl is the species. Peacock is just the male of the species. Peahen. Peahen. Is the female of the species. A lot of people think the whole species is peacock, but no. So that so non sequitur was brought yeah. to you by uh, Road Peacock. Um, but, but back to John Denver... Rocky Mountain High is not about marijuana. It's about just enjoying life in the Rocky Mountains. But Country Road, Take Me Home, all about West Virginia. Did John Denver actually even spend any time in West Virginia? I don't know a thing about John Denver. Other than he's friends with the Muppets, which makes him a friend of mine. Well, see, Chris, due to the beauty of the internet, I spent some time last night while you were keeping me awake, while you were snoring, reading a little about John Denver. And he didn't really spend that much time in West Virginia. And in fact, the the inspiration for Country Road Take Me is Home... Is a road in Maryland. Is a road in Maryland. Yeah, I do know that fact because I once worked in Maryland and people were very proud of the Country Road being in Maryland. And I was like, that's a weird thing to be proud of. But now Country Road Take Me Home is the West Virginia State song. And it's apparently dearly beloved Oh, well, somebody else did some Wikipedia reading, and West Virginia apparently has four official state songs. And Country Road's only one of them? I don't remember what the other three are. Wow. Yeah. I didn't do that much Wikipedia reading. Well, I just wonder, like, 
before they adopted it as the state song, like, did, and they re did it recently, like in the last 10 years, did they fully understand John Denver's politics? Oh, I don't know. He was pro-Muppet. Pro-Muppet, environmentalist. Um, yeah, he was a, being green. He was an activist. He was he was definitely a Democrat. Uh, I know he was, a, he was close uh, close friends with uh, Carter um, and did a lot with the Carter administration. He was actually he protested the Reagan administration, but then later on, Reagan actually gave him some award, oh. um, which I thought was very kind of bipartisan. I was like, that was, that is something that probably would not happen in uh, America today. Um, I don't know, maybe Joe Biden's going to give Kevin McCarthy an award, but um, we'll, see. we'll see. I heard he's being made the new White House head. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? What, Commander? Captain? Commander. Commander. Yeah, a terrible name for a, a dog or a sports team, but that's that should be a topic for a show, too, is just like the militarization and machoization of sports team names. Yes. I don't like it. Like the Blue Jackets. Well, that's the one I like. Blue Jackets I can get down with. How many um, people do you think realize that the Columbus Blue Jackets is actually a reference to the Civil, the Civil War and the Union? The Union forever. Probably not too many people. Uh... But that is true. That's that's kind of. I'm glad that you pointed out the one exception. But you got the commanders, the the freaking guardians. Coward should have been the spiders. That's Here. all I should say about that. Here we are, Judy Gap. I think it's 3,800 feet. Now is this a continental divide or anything, or just uh, a gap? Oh, 3,600. It's just a gap in the mountains. Just a gap. Just a gap in the mountains. Um. So. John Denver, West Virginia. I, like, do you think we're actually going to talk to anybody from West Virginia on this trip? Because if so, I'd like to ask them, like, what, if they, like, really love that song, and if they fully understand John Denver, and, like, well, um, John Denver and your average West Virginian might not see eye to eye these days in a lot of things. Well, yeah, because he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's some, uh, like, Wow, beautiful bird. Yeah, that was a vulture? I think it was a... Uh, I don't know. It looked like an eagle of some sort. But not a bald eagle. Do eagles... Are the eagles scavengers? They probably don't. Oh, yeah. They're opportunistic. They're, yeah, they're very opportunistic. Oh, look at this. Who needs to hike mountains when you can just drive over them? You know, it's not a bad idea. Well, it looks like Spruce Knob might be in the... In the clouds this morning. Oh, we're gonna stop. Just look at the view. Oh, we're gonna stop and look at the view, folks. Chris, read the uh, information. We are in the Germany Valley. Uh, in Germany Valley was the site of Hinkle's Fort, built in 761 through 1762. It was the only defense of the South Branch after the Upper Tract, Fort Upper Tract, and Fort Siebert were destroyed by Shawnee Indians under Kilbuck on April 27th, 1758. And then there's another sign. But it's too small to read from far. So uh, we're in Pendleton County. So the, the, the other side is something about the Civil War. Pendleton County, despite being in West Virginia, had strong Confederate sympathies. Ooh, hiss. Uh, so uh, 
was not simpatico with the rest of West Virginia, which was uh, strong, uh, good Union territory. The Union forever. You, know, you speak about things that people that might not know are associated with the Union. And I always think the Battle Hymn of the Republic. The, right. uh, it's a song that's often sung at churches. Um, and I also think, I think it's been co-opted by a lot of like evangelical churches. Which is, uh, it's interesting. Yeah. Probably a lot of the same people flying Confederate flags, uh, singing the Battle Hymn of the Republic. And it was, it was, I think it was really adopted by the, the freed, uh, the free, the free blacks. Um, because they saw, they saw the Union as a liberating, liberating force. They saw the federal government as a liberating force. Yeah. Civil War man, John Brown's body lies a moldered in the grave. Well, that's what's so interesting about, and I know we had planned on talking about this a little bit later on in the show, but I mean, we can do a West Virginia leapfrog if you want. Oh, sure. And jump Call around. back to the first episode. Call back to the first episode, which, uh, was pretty good if, you know, for folks of you at home who haven't listened to the first episode yet. Um, the, the, we talk about the, the federal government as a liberating force. And we talk about how the federal government in history has at times really invested and helped in marginalized or um, disadvantaged folks, right? We think about the Civil War, we think about Title IX. Right. I mean, there's some pretty Act. big, huge asterisks on Th- that. There are, yeah. there are, you know, Trail of Terror, Tears, Cherokee. But I believe that, you know, the moral arc of, of America's hope, you know, tends towards good. Or I want to believe that on my better days. And yeah, West Virginia doesn't really want to seem to embrace all the good that the federal government can do for it. Um, it's it's interesting, right? Um, it, it's a weird dynamic where you don't want to um, take a handout from you know something with more power than you. Right, and it's not a handout, right? People in West Virginia pay taxes. Sure, that the federal government spends more here. But uh, that's you know that's part of the bargain of the union is uh, you know it's a little uh, bit of distribution. Yeah. So the other thing that we were talking about just before we went on this morning is what would you call this region of the country? Is this south? Is this north? Is this east? Is it Mid Atlantic? Would you consider it even? A, it's not a coastal state. Clearly, we're in the mountains. There's no coast. There's no coast. Similar but, to Pennsylvania, no coast. Yeah, but Pennsylvania has sea access to the Delaware. Um, That's fair. I mean, it was a major port. Well, is, Ver- is Vermont century. a coastal state because of sea access through Lake Champlain? Uh, no, but but you know, it, it's clearly a New England state, and New England is closely associated with the the Atlantic Ocean. It's just kind of interesting that you got one state that's not part of it, and I think uh, there's a good argument to be made that uh, West Virginia is a mid-Atlantic state, despite not being on the Atlantic at all. What is West Virginia categorized from a U.S. Census designation? Oh, I really should have looked that up. South? I think it's South. I think it's South, but so is Maryland, which, so you is know, Maryland. many, most people wouldn't culturally consider uh, Maryland part of the South. I consider, oh, that's really pretty right there with that church. Is that a cloud down there? Or no, that's just grass. Okay, my eyes are on me. Um, yeah, Maryland has like the mid-Atlantic kind of colonial feel to it. New Jersey, Delaware, uh, Philadelphia, 
Maryland to me connotates that mid-Atlantic colonial era. Uh, but West Virginia, it's south, it, and then there's census regions and census divisions, right? Um, and now I'm really drawing a blank here. I think there's like east, south, central, west, south, central. You, you got me there. I, I think West Virginia is east, south, central. But like, I think there should be an argument made that there should be a different census region for yeah. Appalachia. You know, actually, going on a slight diversion here, you know what I have not seen the entire time we've been in West Virginia? Confederate flag? I haven't seen a single Confederate flag the entire time we've been here. Which is great because, you know, it's a good union state uh, and the Confederate flag is garbage. Uh, but if we were driving through, let's say, uh, Niagara, Genesee, Orleans County in upstate New York, you know, we would have seen a whole bunch of Confederate flags. Confederate flags. I mean, Erie County. I mean, you drive out to my parents' house and you see Confederate flag. So that's uh, that's real interesting. Um, you know, I wonder if being closer to uh, the the actual uh, the rest of the South and all that that flag means makes people a little bit leery of uh, embracing it compared to people insulated from that. Uh, That's true. In New York. That's true. In upstate New York, there's a lot of that insulation. Uh, that being said, I think you go over, I mean, we're actually pretty close to the Virginia line here. I think I was looking this morning, uh, Harrisonburg, I think it's called Harrisonburg. Virginia is only 30 minutes away from our cabin. Right. So we were, we were kind of tucked away on the eastern side of West Virginia. Um, Coincidentally, Blue Ridge Mountains in um, the song, John Denver, Country Road, Take Me Home, Blue Ridge Mountains, West Virginia. The Blue Ridge Mountains are not actually in West Virginia. You no, know, it's funny. I was thinking that as I was listening to it this morning. Uh, and I will say, oh, I'll have to check that later. So thanks for checking that for me. Geographically, the Blue Ridge Mountains... Does the Shenandoah River go through West Virginia? I don't think so. I think it goes through Virginia. It might start in West Virginia. I'd have to look that up. Um, I need to make sure that we're not getting lost here. So that's that's real interesting. A song about a road in Maryland referencing a river and a bunch of mountains in Virginia is... Uh, I mean, he, he country roads take me home. It's a place I'm along. West Virginia. He mentions it. State in the song, but nothing else is true. You know, it could have been like the Big Apple, West Virginia. City of Angels. Matt's checking the map, so I'm kind of filling dead air with uh, this riff on uh, country roads. Uh, that is pretty crazy. There's uh, up on, there's a pretty darn steep hill to, to the right and uh, somebody has cleared a good section of it and there are cows grazing on it but it's interesting because there's a bunch of flatland below it that doesn't seem to be anything going, going on with that 